Hello podcast listeners and welcome to the 25th of July 2023 Hong Kong Stories podcast. I'm Rachel Smith. Large and squeezy hugs go out to our fellow Hong Kongers both here and around the world. We hear you Hong Kong and we are listening. And this is the part where I usually tell you about free workshops, where I explain how you can join us and how awesome our storytellers are at helping you to tell your best story. But maybe this just isn't for you. So this week I've got something a bit different for you. We've created a paid workshop. On Saturday, September 23rd, there'll be our first paid workshop that you can attend. This one goes through the whole where why of storytelling, why we do it, why it's important to exercise your storytelling muscles. The workshop is three hours long and you'll have a chance to work on a story of your own during that time. Space is limited, so go to the website hongkongstories.com and book yours in now. There are also free workshops where you can bring a story and tell it to our host and get feedback on how you can make it better, all for free. Same place to find the information though, hongkongstories.com. Hong Kong Stories, it's better than drama, it's better than comedy, it's real life. And now with the story told live on stage in February 2022 in a show that had the theme Lost in Translation, here is Jacinth. If you've seen a Joe Coy comedy special on Netflix, pretty sure you know about this Filipino trait that we have. We, we like to point with our lips. So um, I think it comes from the Filipino word for that and there, one of the words for that and there, and that is ayun. So if you practice it, the second syllable po- it kind of forces us to point our lips. So a notorious group of people that likes to use this are Filipino moms. So um, you know, when my mom uses it, it kind of would frustrate me a little bit because half the time I really don't know what she's pointing at. Um, so you know, when she would um, go to bed and she she would be lying in bed and she would ask, "Can you get me? Uh, can you get me the remote control?" Mm. Like that. And I, I would get it for her because I knew where it was. Um, at the same time, I would also be thinking to myself, why can't you just get it on the way to the bed? Um, but it's easy because I knew where the remote was all the time. It was in the same place. But it's a different story when you don't know what she's pointing at. So when I was six, um, I liked going to my parents' bedroom every morning, um, hang out like at my, at my mom's dresser, like watching her put her makeup on because I always thought she was so beautiful. And then one time, I remember her as- asking me, can you get me my necklace? Mm. <laughs> and I knew what she was um, I knew what she was referring to. It was her gold necklace that she would wear every day going to work. But the problem is I couldn't see where it was. So um, it was I was a little bit panicked because I couldn't see where it was. And I tried to tell her I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. And then she, I heard her utter like these phrases that Filipino moms would tell their kids when they couldn't find their stuff. So the first one would be, you find it with your, with your eyes, not your mouth, which is weird because she's literally telling me where it is <laughs> with her mouth. And then um, the second one is, um, what do you think is going to happen to you when I find it? And, and she had an original one where like, if it were a snake, it would have bitten you by now. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I was trying to find it, and every time, every time, uh, she would repeat these. She wouldn't say these ones. She would repeat these words over and over again, and six-year-old me was just really panicked by now. Um, and every time I, I told her I couldn't find it, she would just say, it's there, mm, like it helps. <laughs> and she, wouldn't, she could see it, but she wouldn't tell me exactly where it was. So um, I was kind of getting disappointed, frustrated, panicked. And finally, she got up, grabbed the necklace, which I really didn't want her to do because I knew that she would look at me with disappointment. It's like, why couldn't I find things just by mm? And then it's like, why can't, I, why can't I have a child that just you know knows where things are just by pointing her lips? So she grabbed it, and she gave me a look that says, it's here, idiot. And I did feel like an idiot. It's like, why couldn't I find it? But looking back at it, it was impossible for me to find it because it was among her like lipsticks, blush, eyeshadows, so it was a little bit impossible for me to find. After that, I started to develop a strategy. So I would give her locations as a question. Is it inside your jewelry box? Is it inside your nightstand? And every time that I would encounter, no, mm, <laughs> at least I'd know where it wasn't. <laughs> And then after that, it kind of evolved into this thing where she would just point at things, and I knew where it was. So one time, she was getting ready for work, and she just asked me, can you hand me that? Mm. And I knew she wanted her shoes. And I actually also knew what pair she wanted. <laughs> so um, also, I guess I'm learning how to like coordinate outfits as well. <laughs> So, but that took a lot of effort. It wasn't really that simple because I had to read the context, anticipate what she wanted. So I'm not an idiot after all. Um, but like honestly, like that trait, even though I found it frustrating, um, I always thought it was normal because all the moms around me did it. It not not until we started living abroad um, that I find out found out it was a Filipino thing. So. I don't think, I, I don't do it with non-Filipinos. I don't think I do it much at all. But whenever I'm back home and with other Filipinos, I can feel my lips pointing <laughs> when I want to point at something. So if ever you find yourself in the Philippines and you're asking for directions and people started pointing their lips at you, get over yourself. They're not trying to kiss you. Um, <laughs> They just want to tell you where the nearest Starbucks is. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's stories, brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. The music for this podcast was written and performed by Andrew Roberts Mann. Everyone has a story to tell.